Aloha, this is One God Church Online's podcast. I'm Reverend Enoch, and I have your title, Untied. You know, I'm very, very, very thankful that you're listening into this message. I pray that you could tell other people about it and about this uh, podcast and get them involved in it. And, you know, God could probably speak to those people and change their lives. Not that I'm anything special, but God's Word is right here. Some of the messages, you know, and different things, you know, uh, you know, maybe not everybody agrees with all the same stuff, but God speaks, and God speaks through His Word, and His Word is right here. And if and if it's only one passage that you click on and 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 relate to, like we say in these messages, is to be relative, and and just let God speak to you. If you open your heart, God will come in. If you open your heart, God will speak to you. If you let faith be that bridge that takes you where, from where you're at right now to where you need to be, yeah. And faith comes by hearing and hearing the Word of God. And we hear the Word of God every single message. It's all God. It's for all for God's glory. And I do, again, I thank you so much. I praise God for you. And I pray that you are just magnanimously blessed on each and every level and layer and aspect of your life. Everything you touch becomes blessed. Just by listening in. Just by being obedient to to this, not obedient to me, but obedient to whatever drove you to, to do that. If if it's an inkling to, if it's the curiosity to figure out things, then keep on pursuing. Keep on turning over rocks because whatever you're looking for, you're going to find it. You're definitely going to find it because the Bible says so. So I praise God again. Thank you so much for giving me your time. Join me in prayer as we begin this wonderful message. Heavenly Father, we come into your presence, broken vessels. Father God, broken vessels because we've been wounded by life. We got scars and, and things going on. We got mental scars. We got things going on. Dispositions have shown up. Lord, and we need you. We call out to you. We ask you to untie us. Break the chains of bondage in our lives. Father God, forgive us for any sin, stain, or blemish that could be held against us by Satan or any of his evil latching cohorts in the courts of heaven. Father God, free your church, one body, one mind, one never, every nation upon nation, every soul, every, every open eyes, every open ears, every heartbeat out there, Father God. Help us to, to be, uh, Lord, vessels, Lord, to use to bring salvation to the world and speak through us. Wash us clean that we can be accountable to the righteousness that you would breathe into us, Father God. Praise you and thank you. Deliver us from our sinful nature. Deliver us from ourselves. And deliver us from the enemy. Father God, and heal us. Heal us to be healthy, Father God. Give us wisdom to make good choices. Give us a discernment, Father God, to, to understand and to see clearly, clear pictures. Let us not have clouded vision. Let us not have sand and grit in our eyes and stones and pieces of wood and looking at each other, trying to point out things. Let us not be judgmental. If we're holding anything against anybody, if we have any grudges, help us to give us the strength to let them go and forgive those people and bless their lives. Father God, we, got, we ask that you answer our prayers, our petitions, and our, we roll all of our cares up to you. We truly do. You are our God. You are holy above all. All, Father God, you are holy. 
Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Let that happen in this very moment. Let your will be done, Lord. Lord, your will be done, putting the desires in our heart to pray for those things, those obnoxious, just crazy things, those simple, minute things that we wouldn't think you would answer or even think about considering. Those crazy, outlandish things, Father God, we roll them all to you. And we put them at your feet, Father God, and ask that you answer our prayers. We're not going to worry our prayers, we just roll them up to you. It is your timing. We praise you and thank you, Father God. If there's any theological error in this message, if there's any error here, Father God, if there's any crooked ways about our thinking, the way that we feel, what's going on inside of us, Father God, we ask that you make it straight like your word says. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. In nomine Padre, Filii, Spiritus Santos. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit, both now and ever, unto ages of ages, let there be light, love, and laughter from this day forward. Let everything these people touch, Father God, be blessed. Let them begin the fairy tale of their lives, a whole new season, Lord. Breathe into their lives, Lord. Everything they touch be blessed. Everyone they touch be blessed. Let salvation breathe through the world, Father God, and let your voice be heard through the mighty trumpet of salvation in Jesus' name. Nomine Padre, Filius, Spiritus Santos. Untied. So untied. You know, there was this. Uh, there was this reported state trooper crime story told of uh, three males of age that were thieves. They, they would uh, appear to canvas an area um, way out away from town looking for houses to rob and things to steal. They would come, they would come at night right after stealing things on, on one man's property, one old man's property, and, uh, and he had what appeared to be a massive Rottweiler named Raymond. And Raymond was chained outside, yet the men would go parading around him, throwing things at him, hitting him with things, and trying to stay at bay from his chain and from him reaching them. And so they would just steal whatever they could find without the dog reaching them with the chain, of course. And, uh, but one day, the old man was fed up with losing his stuff. There's some mem memorable things, some, some nice things, generators and and expensive items that were around on his property. He didn't expect someone to come and steal them all the time. And uh, so, you know, he was just fed up with losing his stuff, and he unchained the dog on his property. And he locked the fence up good and tight, and then went around and, and looked at everything, make sure it's safe, no one can get in. And, uh, you know, and he just decided to go off to town to get some goods. The funny thing is, is that the three men were on the side of the road and saw him, noticed that he had passed by, got super excited of planning their treachery that night or whatever they were going to do, and, and decided to uh, just hightail it over to the guy's property and uh, you know try to rob him blind. They wanted to steal everything inside his house this time. So they hopped the fence, but the thing is, is that Raymond wasn't on a chain that night. Needless to say, the men got mangled up by Raymond 
and barely lived through the whole ordeal. We, we don't know what happened uh, to the men after the paramedics came and hauled them off. But we do know that Raymond was never chained again. You know, a lot of times the devil will bind you before God can use you. The person, uh, the, 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 I'm sorry, the reason is, is that the, the reason you will be restricted from following God's call. The reason is, it, that's the reason, is the reason is that you will be restricted, that him, him binding you will restrict you from following God's call. So we're, oh, this thing's got me tied down, this way of thinking, this, I'm stuck in this situation, and we'll focus on being tied. Or, or even that could be the thing. The, the chains of addiction, you know, low self-esteem, abuse, fear, fear and condemnation. They, they, ha they all have one assignment, which is to hold you back. To hold you back from what you were created for, Jesus sent his disciples to find and loose the donkey. When Israel was under Egypt's bondage, God sent Moses. When Israel was, was in bondage to the Philistines, God sent Samson, Samuel, Saul, and David. When, you know, when, when, when you are in the bondage of sin, God has already sent his son Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ to set you free. You are loosed from your chains. You are loosed from your chains so that you could be used in your calling. Jesus told his disciples to loosen. Loosen that donkey and bring it to him. The disciples were not instructed to set the donkey free and let it go, you know, let it go do wherever it wanted to go and whatever it wanted to do. Just free it. You know, freedom has a purpose. Freedom was with a purpose. Freedom was on a purpose. The, the, the purpose of, of the freedom was not to do what the donkey wanted to do. No. But to do what Jesus wanted to do with the donkey. The donkey was not fully free when its chains were removed. But when Jesus sat on it. Real freedom is not the removal of sin. It is when Jesus replaces that sin by being the center of your life. By being the center of your life where your sin used to be. There is purpose in your freedom. There is purpose in your freedom. There is purpose in your freedom. There is purpose for your freedom. If you think your freedom is so that you can do whatever you want, then you become an easy target of the devil. And after you are freed, you are either a vehicle for God's will on earth, or an easy target for your enemy. The donkey was most free when the ropes were removed from its not, not it wasn't the donkey wasn't most free, but but the donkey was most free, not when the ropes were removed from its neck, but when Jesus sat on its back. The amount of control sin has over you is the amount of bondage you have. The amount of control Jesus has over you is is how much freedom you have. You are free when demons are gone and your trains are broken, but it's only the beginning. Real and lasting freedom is when God takes the place of the sin that Satan used to occupy. This steers you to become even more loyal to God, even more loyal to God than you were to the devil. 
When Jesus sat on the donkey, the donkey gave Jesus a ride into the city, and the city was moved. When Jesus is the Lord of your life, He will use you. When Jesus is the Lord of your life, He will use you. And when you are the Lord of your life, you will use God for selfish reasons. The real purpose of your freedom is to give Jesus full control of your life and bring Jesus into your city, into your school, and into your workplace, into your life. Let your generation be moved by the Jesus you carry. Let your generation be moved by the Jesus you carry. That is the reason freedom was given to the donkey. And the same goes for you. Please join me in reading the, the Bible here. When they had approached Jerusalem and had come to Bethpage at the Mount of Olives, Jesus had sent two disciples saying, saying to them, we read this a couple weeks ago, yeah, and uh, go into the, the village opposite and immediately you will find a donkey tied there with a colt with it. Untie them and bring them to me. And if anyone says anything to you, you shall say, the Lord needs them. And he, and he will send them on immediately. Yeah. Now this took place that it was uh, the spoken through the prophet would be fulfilled. Say to the daughter of Zion, behold, your king is coming to you, humble and mounted on a donkey, even on a colt. The foal of a donkey. The disciples went and did just as Jesus had instructed them and brought the donkey and the colt and, and, you know, and laid their uh, cloaks on them and he sat on the cloaks. Most of the crowd spread their cloaks on the road. Others were were cutting branches from trees and spreading them on the road. Now the crowds were going ahead of him and those that follow him were shouting, Hosanna to the son of David. Blessed is the, is the one who comes in the name of the Lord. Hosanna in the highest. When he had entered Jerusalem, all the city was stirred saying, Who is this? And the crowds were saying, This is Jesus the prophet. This is Jesus the prophet from Nazareth in Galilee. And that's found in Matthew chapter 21, verses 11. Uh, verses 1 through 11, yeah. <clears throat> when someone no longer has an addiction, that is, they are free. When a demon is, is expelled, that, uh, you know, is expelled, uh, that, that's when the free, freedom comes, yeah. It, you know, so, so let's go with it through this. Just uh, follow, follow me here. Uh, when someone uh, no longer has an addiction, let's, let's uh, look at it, it, it this way. It, uh, you know, is that, is that when they are free? When a demon is, is expelled, is that when freedom comes? If the Spirit of God did not take the, the place where the sin and the addiction used to, uh, you know, occupy, occupy, that person is not yet free. So free, freedom is not just removal of evil, but the presence of God's Spirit. When, when you are freed from Satan, uh, and uh, Satan only to be filled with your, your own desires, you know, it's bondage, not freedom. 
So many people get, you know, get free and only, only so they can now live their life to the fullest. That's dangerous. That's, that's dangerous. That, that is wrong. Jesus did not set you free so that you can now erect yourself as the God of your life. Your sins were removed by the mighty blood of Jesus so that you can serve God at least to the capacity that you were used to serve the devil. If you can make your, make your life about yourself after freedom, you know, if, if you make your life about yourself after freedom, you know, or, or if you looked uh, forward to, to freedom so that you can do what you want, that's not full freedom. If you switch rooms or pods or, or in, 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 in a jail building, you are still in jail even if you are on a different floor. Going into selfishness after being set free from Satan is still bondage. Freedom is not doing what you want. It is doing what you ought, you know, what you ought to be available to do what God wants to do. So, yeah, freedom is not doing what you want. It is doing what you ought, being available to do what God wants. Satanism is based on one big idea. Do what thou wilt meaning do what you want. Satanism is not just about worshiping Satan, it's about worshiping your own self. And when we get rid of addictions, demons, and curses only to worship ourselves, we are still in bondage. The Word of God says, be, be untied today. And I say, be untied today. Let Jesus set you free. One missed, uh, one missed chosen... To, to be chosen. One, one must be chosen to be chosen. One, one must be uh, chose to be chosen. And we have heard it before, but you must choose to be chosen. We have heard it before. But, 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 but the paradigm shift is that God chose you even before you were formed in the womb. And He set you aside for something special, something unique that fits every part of your being. You didn't choose God. God chose you. It, you know, we confess with our mouth. If we confess with our mouth, and if you you already done this thing, and you confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord, and turn away from your downward spirals, for, from those downward spirals, spirals, we we travel. You know the, those deep dark paths that sooner than we'd ever notice become our utter demise, our last day breathing life, life that was given to you. You know, life that was given to you. You were, you were unchained to live to the fullest. You were unchained to live to the fullest. The Bible clearly states that the wages of sin is death. The wages of sin is death. The wages of sin is death. But the gift of God, the gift of God, the gift of God is eternal life. A full life filled with joy and gladness and maybe even a fairy tale. But it's not an easy path. It's not an easy path. It's not an easy path. It's not an easy path, is it, church? It's not. Let Jesus drive you into the best season of your life. Because you've been unchained and set free. You've been untied. Like the Word of God says in 2 Corinthians 3.17, Now the Lord is the Spirit, and where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. And you are untied. You are untied. 
So let this uh, speak to your heart. I know there's, there's a lot of things that come and, and shift in and, and there's attacks uh, auto automatically when you start moving into, uh, moving into trying to do the right thing. There's going to be attacks, especially if God, if, if God's going to use you. When God uses you, you're going to be under attack because the enemy knows that. And that's why life sometimes is so hard. That's why we, we, we're stumbling and, and stuttering and flickering around in our lives and, and we, get, we get on point or we, we get put on blast and it's like, uh, 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 what? Or, and all these things start coming in. As soon as you start heading in the right direction, there's all these little uh, potholes and, and things around and, and stop signs and, and, you know, traffic or something. So, so I pray that all those hindrances and all these things that can be, you know, trying to stump you or stop you or hold you up, whatever's tying you down or got you tied down, that you are untied and set free in this very moment. And the Father set us free. Set us free, Father God, to walk into your presence. Forgive us for any sin, stain, or blemish, Father God. Set us free, Father God. Untie us. Give us the courage to forgive the people that we need to forgive. And we thank you, Father God. We thank you for your word. In Jesus' mighty name. May you walk into this dark world carrying the light of the gospel 